Welcome, River Church. Good morning. Welcome, everyone. All those that are joining for the first time, this is the River at Ottawa Church. We're so glad you've joined us. Get ready to receive all that God has for you today. Praise God. Pastor Brett is going to preach and teach the Word of God. So get your Bible ready. Open your Bible. Open your heart to the Word of the Lord for you today. Get ready to receive from heaven. We're also going to praise and worship the Lord this morning. So get ready. Let's lift up the name of Jesus together. Let's worship the Lord in spirit and truth. Let's get right into the presence of God. Let's give Him thanks. Let's praise Him. Let's worship Him. Hallelujah. That's what we're going to be doing in heaven. So let's do that. And we're also going to receive communion at the end of the service. So get your bread and or your cracker and your juice ready for that. And we're going to receive from the table of the Lord. So get ready to receive healing in your body. Get ready to receive all that God, all God's promises are to you. Yes and amen. Hallelujah. Let's begin to worship the Lord. And if you come hungry and thirsty for righteousness, the Bible says you will be filled. Get ready for a fresh infilling from the Holy Spirit today because you're in a holy Bible and holy spirit church this morning. So let's press into the things of God. If you come hungry and thirsty, you will be filled. Hallelujah. We believe as you receive from heaven that you will never be the same in Jesus' name. Forever changed for the better forever in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are you ready to receive from God today? Well, let's begin to worship Him right now, right where you are. Lift your hands, lift your voice, and just give Him praise and worship. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You said, ask and you will receive whatever you need. You said, pray and now hear from heaven. I'll heal your land. You said your glory will fill the earth like water the sea. You said. Lift up your eyes, the harvest is here, the kingdom is near, you said, ask and I'll give the nations to you, oh Lord, that's the cry of my heart, distant shores and the islands will see your lights as it rises on us you said ask and you will receive whatever you need 
you said Pray and I'll hear from heaven And I'll heal your land You said Your glory will fill the earth like water the sea You said Lift up your eyes The harvest is here The kingdom is near You said Ask and I'll give the nations to you O oh Lord That's the cry of Hearts, distant shores and the islands will see your light as it rises on us. Ask and I'll give the nations to you, O oh Lord. That's the cry of my heart. Distant shores and the islands will see your light as it rises on us, oh Lord.
praise God. Come on, wherever you are, just lift your hands and close your eyes and cry out to Him. Give Him thanks and give Him praise. Ask Him for the nations. Ask Him for your nation. Oh, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we give you glory. Thank Him for the harvest. Thank Him for the lost coming in. Thank Him for saving you. Thank Him for saving your family, your friends, your nation. Thank Him and praise Him. Give Him all the glory. Give Him all the honor. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Worthy, worthy. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. We give you praise. We worship you. We worship you, Father. We worship you, God. We praise you and we worship you in spirit and in truth. We worship you, you alone. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, you're worthy. You're awesome. You're wonderful. You're so good, Lord Jesus. Tosoko tabasha katasha katasha kishikoto soko shikiti shikoto. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Come on and praise Him. Come on and thank Him. Come on and give Him glory. Give Him honor. Let's worship Him. In spirit and in truth, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, who was and is and is to come, worthy, worthy Lamb of God, Jesus, slain before the foundation of the earth. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, glory. Glory. Oh, Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We honor you. We thank you for this service today, Father. Thank you for the river at Ottawa Church. And thank you for all the churches, the body of Christ. Thank you for the church. Hallelujah. The glorious church without spot or blemish. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all sin. Thank you for saving us, healing us, delivering us, setting us free. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for sending the Holy Spirit into our hearts. We honor you, Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father God, for this service today. We pray in the name of Jesus that every person joining in will be blessed. We pray 
that people will be saved, healed, delivered, set free, made whole, made well, and grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray for all of us that we would not be hearers only of your word, but doers of your word. We thank you that faith comes by hearing your word, and we thank you that your presence, your anointing, your fire comes upon us as we open our hearts. For we surrender to you now. Take complete control of this service. We don't want religion. We don't want tradition. We don't want the things of the flesh. We don't want anything fake. We want the real. We want you. We want to worship you in spirit and in truth and please you and hear from you and be touched by you and be changed by you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prepare us, Father, for all you've called us to do here on the earth and prepare us for eternity in heaven where we will worship you forever. In Jesus' name, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you thanks. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Can you say amen? Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, welcome to the River at Ottawa Church online service. I'm Pastor Brett Young. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is Lord of all. Is Jesus your Lord? If you've come here to worship God in spirit and in truth, you've come to the right place. Praise God. And we're going to preach the Word of God today. We're going to teach the Word of God. Not my opinion, not what I think, not what anybody thinks, but what God has said in His Word. We're going to preach the Word of God. And before we get into the message today, I want to pray with you if you are not saved, if you're not born again, or if you have been saved, but you're not right with God today, you've backslidden, and you need to come back to the Lord. I want to pray for you. Or if you're just not sure of your salvation. If you were to die today, would you go to heaven? If you're not sure, you don't have assurance of salvation, but you can be sure. And We're going to pray. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a gift. You don't work for it. You don't try to get it. He gives it to you. You just got to receive it. You just got to take it. And He loves you so much. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. God sent His Son Jesus, and Jesus died on the cross. He took our sins to the cross. He died. He shed His blood to wash away our sins. Only His blood can wash away our sins. And the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever means me and you. So you can be saved today, or you can come back to the Lord today, or you can have assurance of salvation, assurance that you're on your way to heaven, that you've been saved from hell, saved from your sin, forgiven, 
and that you're on your way to heaven. You can be sure. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you believe the gospel in your heart, that's the first step. But now you have to say it with your mouth. You have to say it out loud. So that's why we're going to pray. I'm going to lead you in a prayer and you repeat after me. Say it out loud and you will be saved. Or you can come back to the Lord if you're not right with Him. Or you can have assurance of salvation. So if you fit into any one of those three categories, not saved or not right with God and need to come back or not sure, Let's pray right now. Just shut out every distraction. Lift up both of your hands wherever you are to surrender to the Lord Jesus. If you're driving in a car, just lift up one hand. But everywhere else, go ahead and lift both hands. Close your eyes. Say this prayer out loud. Repeat after me. Say this. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross. I believe you rose from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart right now. Forgive me of my sin. Cleanse me with your precious blood. I turn my back on sin. I turn my back on the world. I choose to follow you, Lord Jesus. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Lord. God is my Father. I'm saved. I'm forgiven. I'm born again. I have eternal life in heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. My friend, if you said that prayer and you meant it, God has heard your prayer and your sins are forgiven you right now. Amen. Now follow the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart. Open your Bible and read his word every day. Shut off the TV, shut off Netflix. Open your heart to the Word of God. And we're going to preach the Word of God today. So don't go anywhere. Stay with us. Join us every Sunday online at 10 a.m. And if you said that prayer today, if you received Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord today, we would like to know. Please put it in the comments. Whatever way you're listening to this, comment and write this, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Put that in the comments to let us know that you accepted Jesus Christ today, you got saved today, or came back to the Lord. Just write that. And just if you did that today, not if you got saved years ago and you're just excited to tell us, no, that, that's wonderful, but we just want to know who got saved today. Put that in the comments. And we love you so much, and that's awesome. Praise God. Hallelujah. If, there, if you're not able to put it in the comments, then message us on our website. Just go to riverottawa.ca. Riverottawa.ca. Click contact, and then you can contact us there, and we'll get that message and let us know you said the prayer. 
that Jesus is your Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And we're going to preach the Word of God today, teach the Word of God. So open your Bible, get ready. And if you don't have your Bible, we will put the scriptures on the screen for you to see. And today's message is so important. I'm going to teach the Word of God today on how to pray about the virus. How to pray about the virus. The Bible says in James chapter 4 that you do not have because you do not ask. And in Matthew chapter 6 verses 8 to 10, our Lord Jesus says, Your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. These scriptures tell us that our heavenly Father knows what we need, but we still have to pray for it. Some things, if you don't pray for it, you won't have it. That's the opposite of a lot of popular religious teaching. People say all the time, God is in control. People say that, but the Bible does not say that. The Bible says that you do not have because you do not ask. That's what the Bible says, but people say that you do not have because God is in control. So people are saying the opposite of what the Bible says. And we need to go with what the Bible says. Our Lord Jesus said to pray to God, our Father, that His kingdom come and that His will be done. If God was in control, you would not have to pray that His will be done. It would just be done because God is in control. Now, don't get me wrong, God is in control of some things. He's not out of control. But He has given us all free will, choice. He does not control our choices. That's why the Bible says, choose this day whom you will serve. Choose. If God was in control, we wouldn't get to choose. If God was in control of everything, that would mean that no matter what you do, good or bad, you would still get the same result. We need to examine what we believe in the light of the Word of God. Because if you don't, you won't even pray right. If you believe that God's in control, it doesn't matter if you pray or if you don't pray because He's just going to do what He's going to do because He's in control. No, that's not the truth. The reason we pray is because God gave us a choice. And when we pray, we are choosing to give Him control of the things that we are praying about. 
God gave us authority and dominion here on the earth, the Bible says. In other words, God gave us control. We are in control. But when we pray, we are giving Him control. If God is in control, then why do you eat so much? Is God standing over you with a spoon feeding you? No. That's why He gave us a fruit of the Spirit called self-control. And we are to grow this fruit. If He was in control, we would not need self-control. You are in control of how much food you eat. And that's true spiritually as well. You are in control of how much of the Word of God you listen to. And you are in control of how much you pray, of how much you give control to God. When we pray, we are choosing to give God control of the things we are praying about. When we don't pray about something, we are staying in control of it. And when we are in control of things, it doesn't go well. God knows some things that we don't know. He knows a lot of things that we don't know. He knows what's best. Give Him control. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray your kingdom come. Your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. I give you control. So this is important to know so that we can pray effectively about the virus. The Bible says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You have to know how to pray and what to pray before you can pray effectively. Let's turn in our Bibles right now to 1 John chapter 5, the first epistle of John chapter 5. And we'll also put the scriptures on the screen. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. The New Living Translation says in verse 15, Since we know He hears us when we make our requests, we also know that He will give us what we ask for. Verse 14 again, If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Well, you know, God hears our prayers no matter what. No. 
That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says if we ask according to His will, He hears us. That means if we do not ask according to His will, He does not hear us. Lord, give me drugs, Lord, that I may get high and that I may sell the drugs, Lord. No. We have to ask according to His will. That's the only way He will hear us. His will, not our will. We have to pray His will. Well, how do we know what His will is? Thank God His will is written. The Word of God is the will of God. We don't have to wonder what God's will is. We just have to read it. This is it. This is His will. This is how we pray. This is what we pray. If we pray according to this, He hears us. If we pray according to the Word, we are praying according to His will, and He hears us, and it will be done. Ephesians 5 verses 17 to 18 says to take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always. We cannot pray effectively without the Word of God. So the more time you spend in the Word, the more you will know what God's will is. And when you know His will, you can pray it and you can receive it. Hallelujah. Now, when, when we read the Bible, it doesn't say that you and me here at the River at Ottawa Church in the year 2021, we are to pray that the Prime Minister of Canada and the Premier of Ontario. No, it doesn't say all of that, but from what it does say, we can find out the will of God for us here today, now. 2 Peter 1 verse 2 to 4 says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Ephesians 5, verse 9 to 10, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And verse 17 says, Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. We can find out what the will of the Lord is from His Word. And then we pray His will, and we speak His will, and we do His will.
See, that's totally different than God's in control and whatever He wants to do. We need to be humble. And yes, we give Him control. And yes, we want whatever God wants to do, but we can't act like it's a mystery that you can't find out what it is. Because He said we can find out what His will is. We find out what's God... We find out what God's will is from His Word. And when we know what His will is, then we pray it, and we speak it, and we do it. But first, we got to know what it is. So what is God's will concerning this situation that is affecting the whole world right now? If we were going to have a prayer meeting right now to pray about the virus, what would you pray? Would you pray that everyone would get the vaccine? That is not the will of God because the vaccine is not the will of God. But I prayed for a vaccine. If you prayed for a vaccine, does that mean that any vaccine that comes out is from God? Is God in control of all vaccines? The vaccine is not from God. How do I know that? How do we know if a vaccine is from God or from men? The Bible. The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 17, that every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Father. So if a vaccine came from God, it would be good and perfect. In other words, it would actually work. It would be 100% effective. It would be called a miracle, and God would get the glory. Praying for a vaccine is not the will of God. There are other viruses that have killed more people than this one. Did you pray for a vaccine for those viruses? Did your prayer work? All viruses have vaccines now because of your prayers. Viruses mutate. They change. You would have to pray often for new vaccines. And when people are born, they would have to get hundreds of vaccines. Our behinds would look like pin cushions. This virus has a recovery rate of 97 to 99%. Why do we need a vaccine? 
The answer is not with vaccines. There is a root problem here. Oh, I know what we'll do, Pastor Brett. I have this revelation. Let's just pray that everyone in the whole world will be healed of the virus and that God will remove it off of the earth. Have you prayed that prayer for all infectious, transmittable, contagious diseases? Did you pray that prayer for HIV AIDS? Have you prayed that prayer for cancer and heart disease? Have you prayed that everyone would be healed of all sickness and all disease? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, that Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. So it is God's will that everyone be healed of every sickness and every disease. then why isn't everyone healed? The first part of that verse says, Jesus went teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing. People must be taught the word of God. They must hear the preaching of the gospel, the preaching of the word, and then they will have faith to be healed. Romans 10:17 says that faith comes by hearing the word of God. God doesn't want anyone to be sick. He wants everyone to be healed. That's his will. His will is for everyone to be healed. The problem is they don't know it. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They don't know. So really, what we need to pray for is for the Word of God to be taught, for the gospel to be preached. Ephesians 6, verses 17 to 20, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Pray that preachers open their mouths boldly to make the gospel known. Praying that is praying the will of God. That is praying according to His will. Pray that preachers open their mouths 
boldly to make the gospel known. People are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Once people know the truth, the truth will make them free. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 36 to 38, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. The Living Bible says it like this, And what pity he felt for the crowds that came, because their problems were so great, and they didn't know what to do or where to go for help. They were like sheep without a shepherd. The harvest is so great, and the workers are so few, he told his disciples. So pray to the one in charge of the harvesting and ask him to recruit more workers for his harvest fields. People that are not saved, it's because they don't know. People that are not healed, it's because they don't know. People that are not free, it's because they don't know the truth. You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. The problem is not a virus. If you pray for God to remove the virus off of the earth, that would actually not help because there is a root problem. What's the root problem? The Bible says that the love of money is the root of evil. There are wicked, wicked people full of the devil, and in their lust and greed for money and for power and for perverted things, they have planned and started this whole deception. The problem's not a virus. The problem is deception and fear because of the love of money. There is a virus. People have died with the virus. But the response to it the lockdowns, the face coverings, churches being closed, all of this is a scam. The population of Earth is over 7.5 billion people, and there are less than 2.2 million deaths as of January 31st, which is less than 0.03% of the population of the earth, 0.03%. I'm not making light of people dying. 
when it's your friend or your family, it doesn't matter what the, the percentages are because it's someone you love. But let me ask you, how many of your family or friends got this virus and died? Not how many tested positive. Not even how many got sick. People got sick before this. How many people do you know that got it and died? And of those people, how many of them were totally healthy? They were fine. They had no medications, no diseases. Totally healthy and then all of a sudden they got it and then they died. There are around 100 million cases, positive tests, which you could have no symptoms. You're not sick, but you should get tested because you might have it and not even know. And even though you're not sick, you could be making everyone else sick and they could die. Anyway, around 100 million cases as of January 31st, which is about 1.3% of the population. And how many of these cases are people lying in bed so sick that they can't get out of bed? How is it that people are so sick yet they can broadcast live on Facebook to tell us about it? Around 2.2 million deaths. Well, every life counts and we need to take this seriously and we need to close all the churches and we need to all just stay home and pray for a vaccine. How many abortions were there in the last 12 months? A lot more than 2.2 million. Some estimates are around 40 million abortions in the last 12 months. Have you prayed about that at home? According to worldometers.info, there have been more than 3.3 million abortions just this month of January 2021. In one month, more people died from abortion than with this virus in the past 12 months. Also in this one month, January 2021, there were more than 132,000 deaths from HIV AIDS, 647,000 from cancer. 31,000 malaria, 197,000 alcohol-related, and 84,000 suicides just this month. Are you praying about that at home?
If you put your focus on the virus and people dying with the virus and vaccines and lockdowns and all this stuff, you're not focusing on eternity. Look at things from an eternal perspective. Out of more than 7.5 billion people on the earth, how many people have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ? How many are saved, born-again believers, that however they die and whenever they die, they're going to heaven? And how many that are not saved and however they die and whenever they die, they're going to hell forever. God's number one priority is people's eternity in heaven. Souls being saved from hell. Souls being saved is God's will. 2 Peter 3 verse 9, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 1 Timothy 2 verses 3 to 6, This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. Matthew 9, verse 36 to 38. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This is how God wants us to pray. If you pray for God to send laborers into his harvest, who are they? Who are the laborers? You and me. Where does he send us? Into his harvest go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Where does he send us from? Where do we get equipped and trained and filled up with the word and the spirit of God? At church. If you want churches to open up, and if you want businesses and schools and gyms and theaters to open up, this is how you pray. If you pray, Lord, take the virus away, wicked people will pick another virus and they will sell a vaccine for that one. Pray the Word of God. 
instead of praying, Lord, open up the mall so that I may go into all the stores and shop. Instead of praying that, pray, Lord, send laborers and send me as a laborer to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you so love the world that you gave your only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We thank you that you are not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. Father, we give you thanks for all people and we pray for everyone that is not yet saved. Lord of the harvest, send out laborers into your harvest to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We pray that people be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth today. For you said that now is the accepted time and today is the day of salvation. We pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You can get that prayer that I just prayed on our website so that you can pray that every day. Just go to riverottawa.ca and click Tools and you will see that prayer. Today I have shared with you the scriptures on how to pray for souls to be saved because that's what we should be praying. Last Sunday I shared the scriptures on how to preach the gospel and how to lead people to the Lord. If you did not hear that message, I encourage you to go on our website, riverottawa.ca, and click on videos, and you can listen to that message and know how to preach the good news of Jesus Christ to people. For example, I had to call the bank about my debit card or something, and after we finished handling my situation, the guy asked me, is there anything else I can help you with? So I said, yeah, I like to ask everyone this. Has anyone ever told you that God loves you and that he has a great plan for your life? And I shared the gospel with him, and he prayed to be saved right on the phone. And if you would like to know how to do that, you can listen to last Sunday's message. The title of the message is, Go Everywhere and Preach the Gospel to Everyone. And you can get that on our website, riverottawa.ca. I encourage you to listen to that. God's number one priority is souls. If you make souls your number one priority, then God will open, God will open opportunities for you. So it's not save lives. No, it's save souls. There are three ways that you can be a part of souls being saved. You can pray, you can preach, and you can provide. Pray, preach, provide. Pray that God will send laborers Pray that He will send you. 
preach the gospel and provide for the preaching of the gospel. Give financially into ministries that are preaching the gospel. Pray for souls, preach to souls, and provide for the preaching to more souls by giving. We get to be a part of God's number one priority by giving. Philippians chapter 4. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. When you give into the gospel, it's well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Souls is God's number one priority. And when we are a part of God's priorities, he supplies for all our priorities. Thank you, Father, that we get to be a part of your priority, a part of souls being saved, a part of the gospel being preached, and we worship you with our giving. We send in our tithes and offerings to worship you. Hallelujah, and thank you that it's a part of your will being done on the earth. We thank you, and we praise you, and we thank you as we give, you supply all our need. We never lack in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. Isn't that awesome? We give. We're a part of the gospel being preached. We're a part of souls being saved. And then God rewards us. He supplies all our need. Hallelujah. Let's worship Him right now with our tithes and offerings. If you want to send in your tithes and offerings to the river at Ottawa Church, there's several ways to give. One way to give is with email transfer. Send it to riverchurchottawa at gmail.com. riverchurchottawa at gmail.com. You can send an e-transfer from your bank, and that will go into the church bank account. Praise God. We're a registered charity with the Canada Revenue. You can write it off on your taxes. But we're worshiping the Lord. It's about giving to His kingdom, to the gospel, to souls being saved. So you can send your tithes and offerings in that way. Another way is to give with credit card or Visa debit card. Just go to our website, riverottawa.ca, riverottawa.ca, and click Give. And there you can give with credit or Visa debit card. There's also our mailing address there. You can write out a check, send it in the mail. And there's also PayPal. You don't even need a PayPal account. You can just click on that link and use all sorts of credit cards. PayPal has a lot of different options. 
But all of these ways of giving all go into the church bank account. And so you are a part of souls being saved. We're not just a church. We also evangelize. We preach the gospel and we lead the lost to Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. We do the work of evangelism. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So let's worship the Lord right now. Send in our tithes and our offerings to worship Him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, praise the Lord. And just a reminder that we're encouraging everyone to start joining our services online through our website because since we're preaching the truth and some people don't like that, there is a possibility that we could be censored in the future on certain uh, platforms. So we want to get everybody uh, used to our website where nobody can censor us. Praise God. Amen. So go ahead and do that. And also, we do want to have church in person. So if you have a building or if you know somebody that has a building and wants to have church and knows that everything going on is just a scam and you want to have church in person, then contact us. Let us know. Get in contact with us. Praise God. And uh, God is so good. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's wonderful. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we'll, we'll find a place to have church and we'll pray and we'll do it as the Lord leads at just the right time, just the right place. And He is with us. Amen. Praise God. So we're not going to just do something weird or crazy. We're going to follow the leading of the Spirit of God. We're going to do His will. Amen. Praise God. It'll be okay when we follow Him. When we do it His way, it'll be okay. Amen. And that's the way it should be with all of our decisions is we pray and we seek God and we do what He leads us to do, not what we think we should do or somebody else thinks we should do. Amen. Praise God. So we, we want to have church in person. And if you want to be a part of that, then contact us. Amen. So let's worship the Lord right now with our tithes and offerings and let's get ready to go to the table of the Lord. Let's receive communion. And here's Pastor Stephanie to lead us in that. And we love you so much in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're going to receive communion now. So go ahead and get your bread or your cracker and your juice ready. We're going to receive from the table of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said to do this often. So we do this. We examine our hearts when we take communion. And we do this out of a love relationship for Jesus Christ. We know His power is working in us, through us. What He, he has done on the cross for us is for today. His healing power, He said it's finished. He took the sin upon His body. When we repent and we come to the Lord Jesus, and we repent and turn our back on sin, we know we can take communion in a holy manner that we have given we lay everything at the Lord's feet and we turn to Him and we follow Him. We follow His ways. Praise God. I want to read a scripture. Hallelujah. Before we receive communion in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 24. So He 
so they're taking communion together and he gave thanks then he distributed it to the disciples and said take it take it and eat your fill it is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me he did it in this same with the cup hallelujah and the cup the cup represents his new covenant his blood that was shed for us he said drink it and whenever you drink this do it in remembrance of me when you eat this bread and drink this cup you are retelling the story proclaiming our lord's death until he comes for this reason whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the lord in the wrong spirit will be guilty of dishonoring his body and blood of the lord jesus so let each individual first evaluate his own attitude and only then eat and drink the cup hallelujah it's the same thing when we worship the lord we give him praise we come in a manner in an attitude of heart i'm here to worship the lord when we hear the word being preached as pastor brett preached today you come in an attitude is that's for me that word is for me that's the word of the lord i receive it for me i'm hungry i'm thirsty i have ears to hear the word of the lord i have a heart an attitude of a heart ready to receive fresh today hallelujah and the same with this uh, as we take the cup of the lord as we take the bread together as we take receive new covenant we're in the new covenant hallelujah the new testament book of acts church amen if you're reading the book of acts with us hallelujah expect those things to happen hallelujah so we take this this is new covenant we take hallelujah the communion and we know who jesus is he's pure and holy he's just and he's a blameless one he's the very source and author of life amen when we take this we receive life in us hallelujah that's how we come to the table of the lord this is the one jesus whom god raised from the dead hallelujah he's alive and living amen and we are the witnesses as we take communion we retell the story jesus is alive he lives in me the spirit of god is alive in me it's just like we went to the store the other day my husband and i and our baby our daughter abby and somebody asked us is this a healthy choice <laughs> they they probably looked at us and saw us happy healthy they saw the presence of god on us and they said those are people i'm going to ask is this a healthy choice or at the grocery store and so we tell them a healthy choice to make amen because we're supposed to take care of our physical body but the most important thing we said god loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life why why do we say that because we are witnesses of the story hallelujah we are part of the story we retell the story of jesus christ amen because he's alive he's living in us he is the life giver amen and we have the holy spirit living on the inside of us so let's take communion today hallelujah thank you lord jesus and let's take this in a worthy manner hallelujah of receiving from the lord his life hallelujah that those symptoms in your body would go in the name of jesus because he said it's finished at the cross hallelujah 
So let's take the bread together. This is His body that was broken for us that our bodies be made whole. Let's receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's take the, the cup, which represents the juice, which represents Jesus' blood that was shed for us. Our protection, how he's protected you. Hallelujah. All week long, all this year. Hallelujah. So we don't walk in fear. We walk by faith everywhere we go. We are the healed of the Lord. We bring healing everywhere we go because we are carriers of His presence. Let's receive the juice now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just give Him thanks right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, as the presence of the Lord is touching you right now. Receive from Him right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you touch right now all those that are hungry for you, those that are pressing in for you, those that are receiving your word. Hallelujah. Those that receive, hallelujah, out of an attitude of gratitude, praise God, that you touch them, that you change them forever. Hallelujah, that that life of God on the inside of them bubbles up and springs forth like a well and touches people around them, their families, as they're on the phone with people, as they go to the stores, as they, they do their everyday things, that your presence bubble up out of them. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Your joy, your peace, your strength, you're renewing your refreshment upon them. We give you thanks that you make them bold as a lion, to be a witness of your goodness, of your power, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, to preach to a lost and dying world. Hallelujah. We thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Well, as you've been touched by the Lord, go ahead and message us. You can message us right now. Say, Amen, I feel the presence of God, or whatever you want to write. We love hearing from you. We love hearing testimonies, what God's doing in you, through you, as you have received, as you've uh, listened to the message uh, the past Sundays, today. Praise God. You can also message us on our website. Hallelujah. God is so good. We love hearing from you. Thank you for participating, being a part of the river at Ottawa Church. Praise God. We love you. We pray for you. And praise God, there's some ways that you can help us. One is by liking and sharing the service with others. Let's get the gospel out. Let's help more people hear the word of God that he may work in their hearts. Change them from the inside out. Hallelujah. Do a work in them. Praise God. And Canada will be saved. Amen. And we're preaching the gospel. This is a soul winning church. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? We're not just hearers of the word only, but doers, active. We activate the word in us, through us, to preach the gospel. And you're a part of it as you pray for us, as you share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. You can go on our website. We have a tool that we use. 
praise God, anointed tool called the Good News Canada tool. And you can download that. You can print it out, give it out, share it, read it with others. It's the salvation prayer. Hallelujah. The word of God and the prayer of salvation that people can dedicate their hearts to the Lord, receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, because everyone can be a witness of Jesus. So we make that available on our website, and that's the Good News Canada tool, and you can download that printed out very easy, and you can watch last Sunday where Pastor Brett teaches everyone how to be a witness and how to effectively win your neighbors to the Lord, win people to Jesus, and see Canada change by each one reaching one. Amen. And that's what we believe. We believe for double the souls this year. Amen. That nothing's going to hold us back. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. The gospel is the power. Amen. And He'll use anyone. He'll use the one that's willing, the heart that's receptive, the attitude of gratitude. Praise God. So be a part by doing that. And also by your tithe and your offering. As you send in your tithes, we're able to reach more people in Canada for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're able to, to uh, print out more tools and give them out, give out the gospel. We're able to send this message into more homes, into more places, to more ads Hallelujah. We're able to uh, purchase equipment and to just do more for the Lord Jesus Christ. So as you make your, as you sow into the gospel, we're able to reach more people for Jesus. Hallelujah. So praise God. Isn't God so good? So you're a part of that. We thank you for being a part as we are the body of Christ, each one reaching one for Jesus Christ. So let's say that together because this is a Holy Bible, Holy Spirit Church. Hallelujah. And we're going to have, as everyone receives, you're going to have revival in your own heart. And it's going to reach the people around you. Amen. And Canada will be saved in Jesus' name. Doesn't matter the plans of the enemy. Praise God as, uh, as we expose the works of darkness and we preach the gospel, the holiness and pureness and justice of Jesus Hallelujah. God works on the hearts, on the inside of people. So let's say that together, that Canada will be saved. Let's say it together. Canada will be saved in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe it. Praise God. Have you been blessed today? Have you received from the Lord? Well, we love hearing from you. And we love you. And we will see you next Sunday. This is the River at Ottawa Church. See you Sunday, 10 a.m.